welcome everyone to the Pantheon of M. I am your host Ray, and I'm Chelsea. And today we're looking at the series. Oh, sorry, the movie Hush, a Netflix original uh, movie from Blumhouse. Uh, did they do it? Blumhouse? Yeah, Blumhouse is the uh, but it is a Netflix original series, and is directed by Mike Flanagan. Uh, he's like I will say right now for our series of things we're reviewing, whether it's Gerald's Game or, or uh, it's going to be the, the Haunted Hill House, like. Or Oculus, or like these films. Uh, Mike Mike Flanagan is like the MVP of doing suspense thriller, uh, and I won't say necessarily horror films, but like really knowing how to do this. I mean, for this film, him and his wife spent the summer living in a cabin and trying to do every single scenario to see how it works. Mm-hmm. You know? And this is an 82 minute film, and they really like there wasn't an inch of fat on this movie to let you relax. Yeah. No. Um, like I know this movie to you was just extraordinary. So let's talk about Yeah. That. Honestly, um so the movie is about a deaf woman and right. um like they they start off the scene and it's just quiet. So you're like, okay, whatever. And then you figure out that she's deaf and then they I like that in their hook they introduce like the killer so quickly. Like it was like you had no time to like even try and get a glimpse of her actual life mm-hmm. so they go and they introduce the killer and it's like oh okay and like the guy himself is already creepy to look at and like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was like oh yikes okay but no that movie was um so well thought out when it comes to that kind of disability because you're watching it and you honestly thought that you were deaf as well because it's like you they kept bringing you back into like her perspective and you really felt like this guy was coming for you like um you can try and like send a text message but as soon as you send that text message you're like i just missed something in the show and then you have to rewind it so it's mm-hmm. like it was definitely a movie that kept your eyes glued to the screen the whole time like from start to finish the only negative thing i have is that um like towards the end it just took forever to kill people and it's like are you going to die? Are you going to live? Oh, you're going to come back to life. Okay. And then it was like, oh, whatever. But in that sense, it was still a really well-played uh, movie. They had fantastic actors. Um, the way that they have like emergency situations that you would need to try and get help. I like the way they included that. Like yeah. for for her being impaired like that, um, she can't tell if people are actually coming to help her or not. And then it's like, if people like come and help her or whatever, she doesn't even know what to do now that they're there. So honestly, I just thought like everything about it was just really well thought out and played. Yeah, it's only 82 minutes. So like the time, I don't know how to explain this, but like, first of all, like you're great. Like I had a great deal of empathy with this person, like the deaf lady, a woman. And uh, I'm looking at, I'm experiencing it from, okay, if I was deaf and going through that, how would I react? Would I be doing this? And because you're trying to, you're, you were automatically in her shoes. Uh, now, whether it's, I don't think it's by your your choice. It's by devices, the devices built into this movie that you are put in her situation. So like you you are claustrophobically trapped, yeah. handcuffed her to this yeah. woman as if you're this woman and you're like, you're like not saying yelling at the television monitor saying, no woman, go here. No, like, because you understand like, you're deaf, so like you have a handicap, but it's not necessarily your weakness. It's just your situation. And this 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 nut job, this guy outside, who you're right, who just it's just like he's there. 
yeah. and he's watching her and, and then she, he starts to realize something's not right with her what is it and it's like and then you, when you realize when they when the reveal that oh she can't hear you and he manipulates the situation yeah and then all the devices that she uses to commu- to communicate to the outside world is now uh, being uh, filtered or manipulated too yeah so now it becomes and then he's taking his time that's what it is and he's yeah. taking his yeah. time to and he tells her like I'm going to kill you just <laughs> not right now I'm going to play with you first like he's yeah. like the cat in the mouse who's like like he's got the cat and mouse in his claws, but he's just like pulling the tail back yeah. and letting go, and then every pulling the tail time. back. It's it's so like, good. Yeah, and every and this woman is starting to, and and you realize that this woman is going to die. Like her, uh, and, and we know he's serious because he just murdered her, the next door neighbor. So yeah. there's nobody around to <laughs> save her, and he and he's cold blooded. So you know that this is going to be heavy. And every breath, every turn, it was like. Because you don't know if he's in the house. Yeah. You don't know if he's still out the house. If the doors are secure. If he's under the house. Where is he? Because you can't hear him, and it's dark. It's night. So you're sort of visually challenged because well, you're not visually challenged, but like your perception of things because you don't know what's in the corners. You have to feel the vibrations off the floor if he's moving around, yeah. maybe, or if it's you. Uh, and then if he's in, like you got to keep you locking your bathroom door, and you're like, okay, so can you arm yourself? Is there something in the house to use yourself to save yourself? Uh, and and it's just and it's it's in real time so you're going through this um hysteria this manic hysteria in real time like it's it's there's everything is there's no there's no real cut i mean there's cuts but it's like it's like i can't breathe yeah (laughs) you know this is probably the wrong phrase to use right now but like you're in this panic mode that's just getting to you and it's like and then you're right it gets the gore or the bloodshed, or the or the the pain, if you will, kicks in in the in the final act, and then and there yeah there is blood to spill. Like there is it it doesn't hold back. It really is going for the jugular yeah. uh, in this thing. And those who come to save her, if there is anybody, uh, can they get to her? Can they save her? Can she do it herself? Well, who will die? Like it's just it's and it's just. Like everything happens and it happens. You know, what's great about this, there is not like these like horror movies, like you tell, look at the girl, like, don't go back in the house. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and you're yelling at them not re- to like, do something. Like you're, you're silly. There's, there's not that. It's actually played like for real. Like, okay, look, I'm in a house, I'm in this situation where right now I'm protected because he's on the outside, but I have to get out to save myself, you know? And how can I make a break for it without alert, yeah. alerting him? So there's that. And if, if I get out, because uh, he has a, a crossbow, so like if you get hit, I mean you can't run that fast if he, <laughs> yeah. depending on if he gets you or not. So there's there's all these elements that are in place, and I'm like, this is just <sighs> yeah. I, <laughs> I I I had it. I had to pause this because I watched this at night, and like this was not the time for me to watch this movie, and it wasn't because of fear of like the boogeyman. No, this is just because like I'm I'm feeling the anxiety mm-hmm. right now, and I like I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. This is like this is too. This is too great. And I think Mike Flanagan and uh, the girl who, uh, who uh, who's in this film. I forgot her name. I gotta remember. Um, oh, Maddie. The character was Maddie. She's, yes, she's a yes. writer. I uh, should explain the character. Basically, some basics of it. So Maddie is a uh, this writer who's. I think she does um, his mystery writer. Yes. Okay. So because she she can't talk, she's mute. And uh, oh no, she no, she's mute too, right? 
Uh, she mute? She can't? Is she or she can't talk? Yeah, no, I don't even remember her saying any. I think she said like yes or no because the guy asked if he could un- if she could understand, and she's like, yeah. Okay, but I'll read lips. Okay, so anyways, Maddie's a writer, and so basically, she, her yeah, she doesn't speak, but like her in her imagination, uh, who helps like to to um, narrate or think uh, process through a film. She talks to herself, and mm-hmm. that, that that imaginary image of herself has a speaking voice. And so, when it comes to plotting out, okay, so what would be the, the the spin on the story? Like, how does this person in my story get out of this situation? Yeah. So when she is trying to figure out what to do next, uh, that character appears, similar to that of Gerald's game. Yes, I was just thinking that. Right? Yeah. And so that speaking version of herself is our introduction or our, our exposition of what is going on, where we can't really understand. So that kind of gives you a bit of a a, a, a gap in or not gap, a, a bridge in logic yeah. to understand. And I thought that was cool and to understand Maddie's uh, perspective and her and her handicap. And she has like a cell phone that tells you, oh, this is um, you know how she communicates to somebody, how she reads to somebody, and how that voice. It's a digital voice, kind of like uh, Stephen Hawkins can talk to yep. the person on the other end. So she has these devices that can do that, but something happens in this movie that kind of um, disables that yeah. or prevents it to go out. Uh, and I don't want to give, well, no, you don't have to give that away because that's just, this is part of the thriller of like, she can't communicate out. Yeah. And this guy did something to mess with her. And, and, it's, t- and it's told to you within the first few minutes of like what he got a hold of to mess with her. Yeah. And that scared me to the sense that I am I am I am like worried for her safety in a in a parental way or in a just like a human just a human way of like I I don't know what this girl is in trouble yeah <laughs> this girl yeah, yeah, yeah. this girl needs help in the worst way possible and I just love that and uh, but yeah you're right I have to agree with the 100% like the ending was like okay it's ramping up but like it's like you need to ramp up a little bit faster like yeah what's going on it's like okay then and, and then when it happens you're like you kind of like feel a relief and you're like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought it's going to be. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, like the, the buildup was like really heavy and I'm like, you knew it was coming and you're like, okay, at some point he's going to come in. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, and it's, this, the stuff is going to hit the fan and you're like, I, I, you expect that. At some point you're like, but you don't like, okay, deep down, you don't want her, him coming in at all. You want her yeah, to be no. safe. And then they kind of help you kind of think that way where, Okay, she's gonna hold out. You know, it will hold out, and it's gonna hold out. And like, then something happens, and then you get to the climax, and then you want a resolution, uh, but and then you get that, but you're like, no, I want a little bit more pain. I want, you know, yeah, that's something yeah. twisted. I guess that's in, but I don't know if that's how they wanted you to feel, or that's just the individual thinking about that, that about that, because I think it, I think the imagination was amplified to think the worst case scenario, and you got like the happy medium to to where you wanted to get. Yeah, you know, like it wasn't bad, and it wasn't as horrific as your mind would let you think it's going to be. But there is like there is still a lot of twists to make it like mm-hmm. come out being like oh wow like I was not expecting that or like even if you were expecting um, something to happen you weren't expecting it to happen that way like you knew that um, someone was gonna die so it's like okay that's obvious and yep. then all of a sudden their death happens and it's like oh like I didn't think you were gonna die like that I thought you were just gonna like fall or something but yeah yeah and you're like oh we got how much more time in Oh man, there's a lot more to go. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was good. So for me, it's a solid five because this thing I was 
I no, I couldn't think. You can't write anything any more suspense than this. This was this was a this was a tight, solid, suspenseful thriller. From the moment uh, the moment the the, the neighbor mo- leaves her, yeah, that's it. It went it went from zero to one hundred of suspense. Yeah, honestly, and, and I was like, okay, it's dark. The lights are off in my my house. I got to turn the lights on. I can't I can't do this in this environment. I'm too much into this. Yeah. So the lights are on. Okay, you know what? I got to take a break. I got to do this at noon. I can't do this at night. The midnight, it doesn't work for me. I'm like, I am freaking out. I'm like, this is too much. So yeah, this was a little bit, this was heavy. And <laughs> and for me to say that, and it wasn't a horror film, it just tells you how much uh, Flanagan and the writing team on this one really put the effort in. And it shows you, uh, so which makes me want to see the next Mike Flanagan film. Yeah. You know, and he's he's doing like Haunting of Hill House. There's a second a sequel to that. And it's, it's it's a mirroring of something, a spin on the turning, which is the taming of the screen turning of the screw mm-hmm. so it's a series based on that book but we'll get into that when the time comes but Flanagan's work I'm a fan and to me he's the MVP of this series that we're doing in terms of the horror reviews yeah so um, so what you give his rating for it um, I would give it a instead of a 4.5 mm-hmm. I would give it a 4.9 I'm not mm-hmm. going to give it the full 5 because I did think that um, they could have ended it like with a punch and they ended it with like a little tap yeah uh but um that being said if you're looking for a movie that's a thriller in like today's in today's generation like more of the horror and thriller movies aren't as scary as they were back in the day yeah. i think that this definitely makes up for any thriller that hasn't caught your attention in today's um today's society with those movies so yeah definitely a 4.9 really suspenseful and it is totally the definition of how a thriller should be i agree 100 percent. like there's no doubt in this one to capture my imagination like this and to keep it and it's just to keep you like engaged i've never been this engaged into a movie where it's like okay maybe you may want to look at the clock no there there is not an incident where it's like if you keep your if you miss something you miss something that's important, and yeah. I, that's what I love about this movie. It's uh, like there's not an inch of fat, so yeah, I, no. I have to give it a five. Fantastic movie. Okay, well that concludes our, our review. I will see you next time. I am Ray, and I am Chelsea. Take care. <laughs>